around. Taylor is a wizard. He'll just show up whenever. He's a wizard. You're he a lizard, up Harry. When he wants to show up. You're a lizard, Why can't Taylor. I see this damn. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the pre-show. This is where we talk about what we're going to do on the show. Um, I've had like four scotches. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Scotch, I scotch, scotch. 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 I love scotch. Here it goes in my belly. Yum, yum, yum. But uh, yeah, I'm sharing out the show right now. So Dave, please keep everyone entertained while well, I do this. Well, hey, so I had a really fun week last week, especially Thursday, because I stopped by a, a local Target and I found a Masters of the Universe, Masterverse, 40th anniversary He-Man figure in the wild. I was not expecting to find one. Nice. And then I look over... And in the the Masters of the Universe origin section, they mm-hmm. had they had the twenty X the two thousand or the the twenty X the two thousand X version okay. of the origin Continue. Skeletor. They had okay. Mantana from the Evil Horde, and they had Pighead from Sunman. Man, I have no fucking clue any of the words you're saying right now. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I only I can only buy one. <laughs> nice. nice. I was like, shit. I was like, I was not expecting to find the, the He-Man, so I got the He-Man. But I was like, I was like, Mantana from the Evil Horde. You know, I've got like, I think now three, four figures. If if you count Grizzlor, the the special cell Grizzlor that's coming. Yeah. And uh, this is how we know Taylor's for the here. Horde. So I think like I got, I think there's like one more guy. Oh, for Andy the Horde. made it. This Hi, guy Andy. just going on about Mo two. Okay, just keep going on about the Mo two. I just I I had and a there would be something like, Masters know, of the Universe. Right? Uh, uh, there's way too much He Man shit. Okay, there was in the eighties. There is now. It's way too fucking. There hard. is there is literally there's a three, lot. There are literally three uh, concurrent toy lines. Yeah, dude. For Masters of the Universe. Way too much. GI Joe has two, maybe two and a half, if you want to count the card back Walmart classified shit. I don't. But anyway. That's way too much, dude. That's way too much. It's way too much. Well, hey, everybody. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we're going to do on the show. This week, it's easy. Previews. We're talking about all the new books coming out this week. Uh, Andy's already stopped by. I mean, we're just killing it. I watched a Nolan Ryan documentary before the show, which has me just pumped, ready to throw strikes. Uh, anybody else do anything? Anything worth mentioning? Anything at all? Dave, book of the week last week. One pick. Go. I really enjoyed Masquerade, number two. Eh, I didn't even read it. Let's do the show. <laughs> Taylor's like, man. I'm Got ready. it in just fast enough for you to <laughs> shit all over David's pick. <laughs> I had to choose at least one, right? You don't think anybody will watch that garbage? Some people will watch anything, Scarlet. up to like two o'clock in the morning past that two past two o'clock i didn't go to sleep till like two. Oh, i hope it gets better for you well she had a week off because of the holidays the fall holidays greetings geek 
It is another episode of this Geek and Comics Outbreak Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show! Gomer Taylor David doing the previews show. Any, anything anybody want to talk about? Anything? Anything at all? Anything? Uh, where it is here, apparently Harrison Ford is going to be the new Thunderbolt Ross. And yeah, so. I heard some beef about that. Um, because, oh, they won't recast T'Challa, but they'll cross this. I'm like, well, that's not really the same thing. Anyway, it's they not. better hurry up with that shooting. That dude's pushing fucking, <laughs> he's old as hell already. He is. It's not, like, it's, not like right. the, it's not like Disney does not possess the technology to oh, they basically do, do William Hurt, uh, like CGI William Hurt. That's what we need in this country, a CGI William Hurt. Man, I don't want it. I don't think we're ready as a society yet to just have digital actors in all of our movies you know i think we're there i i, I already we're star think trek we're there. holodeck there baby can we, we do it sure there. should we do it no that's we weird are there i mean that's there, what there are new there are new ai art programs that are i am completely conceding the point stuff. that we could do it if we wanted to but we shouldn't saying we shouldn't want to listen to this old school traditionalist shakespearean motherfucker He's like, we need real actors. I'm, I'm just saying. waiting for the first oh, robot I'm standing actor. in front of green screens that will be projected with computers. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the real, legit first robot actor. Yeah. AI. But Harrison everything. Ford, man, that dude old. It ain't who shot first. It's, wait, did I bring a blaster? Where did I put my blaster? Is my blaster here? <laughs> Where he did I park the Falcon? If they, depending yeah. on where they go with these things, they might end up having him like CGI, like some Hulk fighting. You know? <laughs> oh, they're gonna have to definitely. If, if they're going, going Red Hulk, Hulk you know? if they're going Red Hulk, which again, as comic book fans, the dumbest fucking thing ever. Not the, the biggest, idea of the Red Hulk, the, the biggest, way they did it. The biggest grift in comic books. Oh, easily, easily the biggest grift at Marvel by far. But man, do you think they like thought like a few issues in like it's. People are guessing too readily who this is, so we got to do like a shitty, shitty fake out to try to throw people off. The it scent. wasn't even shitty. Dan Slott just straight up lied. Yeah, he just the very first question he was asked in the first interview after the first issue dropped: "Is it General Ross?" He bold faced lied. No, it's not General. Wasn't Ross. it Jeff Loeb? Oh, maybe it was Loeb. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was Loeb. Yeah, you're right. Man, you're puning Dan right good name. I know, I did. Poor guy. This. I, there's so many other reasons to beef with Dan Slott. So. This ain't one of them. Uh, anyway, we're changing it up. We're not doing the DC first. Why? Because the DC ain't even DC first anymore. Okay? It's Scout. It's Oni. It's a whole bunch of other uh, comic book companies. We're not doing that anymore. One-stop shopping. One-stop shopping over at Diamond. If the book isn't sold by Diamond, it ain't a book worth buying. That's probably not true at all. And you are shilling hard for Diamond right now. Uh, well, it's hard to break those old habits. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, these books are dropping this week on Wednesday. If you see something, say something. If you're in the chat, if you want to talk about a book that is on the list, we will even go back because of the delay in the stream and talk about that book. Just let us know. What are you pulling this week? You're swimming uh, oh, yeah, Andy. the current, Gomer. Oh, fucking A, Andy. That is the book I can't wait to talk about. Oh, tomorrow. yeah. That We're going to get there, buddy. That is the Hold book. Hold on. Bone Orchard. Above Snakes, it's solid. It's not my cup of tea. But Bone Orchard, first issue getting a second printing. Way out of the ordinary for Image Comics. Not so. out of the ordinary. It is, dude. Eight billion. They made an announcement that said they were they no longer whole... doing that. They have and a then whole entire series dropped. where they they're basically reprinting the Walking Dead. That's different. Dead. 
That's greatest hits. Totally image first is what they call it. Totally different. But anyway, yes, the Bone Orchard Mythos, Black Feathers, number two, Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino, the best team in comics right now. Uh, yeah, number one on my list is the second book on the list. I cannot wait for this to drop. I cannot wait to get my hands on this. Uh, it's Jeff Lemire. It's Andrea Sorrentino. It's horror. And it's fucking October. So I don't know what else you can ask for. Just uh, an amazing fucking book. Uh, Martin Simmons from over there at uh, Department of Truth getting a variant cover. Uh, yeah, pick that book up. It's fantastic. All right, moving on to every fucking thing else. Uh, Deadliest Bouquet, kind of disappointing. Had a fun premise. Golden Girls meets some Tarantino-style stuff. Uh, go. That sounds more like Golden Rage. Yeah. This had its elements, though. This had some elephant elements, right? Elephants. Um, it had some <laughs> elephants. Uh, Deadly Class number 56. Worth mentioning why it's the series finale. Because there's like this... eight printings of this cover. Yeah, uh, this book has had a TV show since it's gone on. The TV show has been canceled since it's gone on. The TV show has been shopped around eight months after it got canceled. People were like, oh, no, this show is actually really good. Um, and no movement on there yet. But finally ending. Uh, it's been so fun. I want to say it's kind of like Harry Potter, but it's a school for criminals in the 90s. But that really doesn't do it justice. Uh, I really wish Adam was here because this was a book that he Adam stuck loved with. this book. Yeah, yes. he stuck with this from beginning to end, and yeah, a lot of covers for this finale. A lot of great um, artists want to get involved in this book, you know, before it finally ends because it's just you know that damn good. Um, not much else from Image Comics this week. Gunslinger Spawn. It wouldn't. Yeah, be your obligatory shirtless bear fighter. Yeah. No, there's some good books, but there's nothing like. You know, if you're not reading Shirtless Bear Fighter, you're not just going to pick it up because we say, oh, hey, go ahead and read Shirtless Bear Fighter. Maybe you will. But you've missed the boat. The boat's gone. Um, uh, Mark 3D is a fun little book. Um, you know, just reprinting a book now in, in, in 3D with the glasses and, and shit. Uh, Nita Hall's Nightmare Blog, definitely good. <laughs> Did I say something wrong again? Am I am I slurring we, we my were, speech? We were we were we were arguing earlier about the whole reprinting stuff, and they reprint something in three D. But that's different. It's not a reprint. It's not a like a. It's a special a edition reprint. Yeah, uh, public domain number five. Great book by the uh, inarguable greatest comic book writer on the, the planet. By default, if you're writing Batman, you're the most popular. You know comic book writer on the planet but yeah shirtless bear fighter uh silver coin uh which is actually being written by michael walsh this week uh this month's issue uh which is a little bit of a takeaway from him he's been the artist on this anthology book with a writer every issue but now he's actually taken over the range and writing his own and walking dead deluxe the recolored reprints i guess actually colored not recolored uh, reprints of The Walking Dead because it wouldn't be a week at Image Comics without Walking Dead or Spawn. <laughs> That's right. Or we both in this case. Or both. Uh, moving Where's on to Boom. Savage Dragon. Yeah, no Savage Dragon this week. I, I haven't seen an image of Savage Dragon in a while. I haven't seen a Savage Dragon in a while. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so Firefly is good. Uh, Eve, Children of the Moon. This has been a, a good franchise now with this first issue of the second series. Um, it's basically what is the world that we're leaving for our children in terms of the apocalypse that is dooming us all. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty good book. Pretty good book. And this is the second, you know, volume of that. So definitely, uh, definitely on my pickup list this week. Yeah, second printing from Boom for Stuff of Nightmares. And then uh, James Tinian, Wind Thrown in the Sky, number three, gets us over halfway on that volume, which is the follow-up to the first volume. Yep. Dark Horse, uh, Mignola. I mean, I could say the same thing about Dark Horse when it comes to Mignola. You know, if it wasn't a Mignola book that week, it wouldn't feel like a week at Dark Horse. Uh, But we do get Hellboy in Love. Hellboy in Love. That sounds so weird. Uh, but I'm for it. We got Matt Smith doing art. Christy Golden actually doing the writing here. Mike Mignola's just overseeing everything. Yeah, he, you know, and he, uh, he's got yeah, a Hellboy universe gets a girlfriend. together. Yeah, Hellboy gets a girlfriend again. Again, good for him. again. Yeah. What a player! He's a player. Uh, Parasomnia, Dreaming God. This is on Bun's uh, latest horror franchise. Good for him. Uh-huh. You know. Uh, Andy said the Eve, the children is on his list. Good job. That's a good book. The first volume was great, dude. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, Colin Bunn and horror go hand in hand and it's that time of year, but the big book over at dark horse this week, Shaolin the best cowboy book dark horse this week, cruel to be kin. Cowboy. Man, and you know, so dope. I don't Jeff know. Doro. I don't know how he could top last issue. Oh man. He, you know, he's gonna, he you knows. know he's gonna. But he's this I, I just I really wish I could get 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 some of these other covers. I really hope I can. I love this series. Yeah, great series. Really a whole lot of fun. Just weird. It's Jeff Darrow being Jeff Darrow. That's Jeff Darrow Jeff Darrow has been a staple at Dark Horse Comics for as long as I've been collecting Dark Horse Comics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great book, great book. Uh, moving on to IDW, uh, we do get Crashing Number Two, uh, which is basically about a nurse who's like a superhero nurse, but it's less about her job and more about her life. Her, uh, her, her making bad decisions and drug yeah, addictions. she makes a lot of bad decisions. It's got some Nurse Jackie vibes to it. Yeah, that's um, definitely how that feels, Nurse yeah, Jackie. It's pretty good though. It's not. It wasn't bad. Uh, GI Joe, a real American hero, two ninety nine, counting down to the record breaking number three hundred. Uh, really excited to show off that cover next month. More excited to find officially that. their last uh, issue at IDW, right? It is. 300 is the last issue. Andy's chiming in, run up to 300. Uh, they have a record-breaking cover with a whole bunch of characters on that cover. I cannot wait to track that one down. I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But it is sad to see it go. End of an era at IDW. I'm really excited to see where this franchise is going next. But... um. Yeah, what are you going to say? Larry Hama, the godfather of G.I. Joe. You know, he literally created Cobra. Hasbro bought, brought him the idea for G.I. Joe, and he's like, well, who do they fight? And Hasbro had no fucking idea who they fought. Larry Hama came up with the idea, like, right there on the spot for, for Cobra. So uh, I will show off the Transformers one-shot for Grimlock, even though it's a little bit of a takeaway. We love these biggie covers, but... Grimlock's more known as his dinosaur. Yeah, I was about to say, I would have rather have seen uh, Grimlock in his uh, dino form than in his bot form here. Yeah, it makes me think Biggie really doesn't have any idea what he's doing. Oh, I want to go that far. Someone just forgot to tell. No, this is a gorgeous cover. I'm just saying, they probably just said, hey, give us a Grimlock cover too. And he's like, okay. And he. Well, 
it was probably more than like Grimlock and was he's like, done all the others as it's like, like a minimalist Grimlock. But he like, could have done minimalist in the dinosaur mode. Yeah, like, if you're gonna show Optimus Prime, you're not showing him as the Mack truck. But if you exactly. are showing Grimlock, he probably should be the Raptor. You know, exactly, dude. Exactly. So Grimlock's an oddball here, and it just kind of makes for a a weird cover here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Still, honestly, probably- if I didn't know. Like, if I didn't see that on the name and you just, like, put this face in front of me, I'd actually have a hard time remembering this was Grimlock. Oh, not me, but I'm a different sort of fan. Well, I know but, you oh, because sure, you're Mr. Transformers, sure. but, like, yeah, he's much uh, someone who's more casual known. than I, I recognize him in his dino form. I do not recognize him so much here. Thank you. Thank you. 100% agree, Taylor. Uh, and then they got this true cult. True cult. It's been all right. One of the lesser... It's not, the, it's not what I was expecting. It was not what I was expecting. Yeah, me neither. It's like Clerks meets... I don't even know what it meets. Clerks. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird, dude. Clerks it's meets weird. The Book of How Mormon do you say that? Clerk. True cult. Clerk. Clerk. True cult. True cult. Okay. Okay, so the these, know, okay the these are used... Whatever. I don't it's, know, it's, bro. It's Clerks meets the Book of Mormon. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, moving on to DC Comics for the first time in our new way we're doing things. Uh, Aquaman Andromeda number three. Been off my radar since the first issue, and I really think it's been a while since issue two came out. Um, Art's great. Christian Ward is killing it. Ram V knows what he's doing, but uh, I don't know. I just wasn't having a good time with this first issue. It it looked really good. Anybody else reading this? Read this? Nothing? Nah, I haven't been on this one. Sorry. Uh, Batman Night number 10. This is Chip Zdarsky's other Batman book that he got before he actually got the Batman Batman deal. I'm happy this is over. Nobody needs two Batman books. Nobody. Nobody. Well, yeah, not for no the No matter same how cool you are. I don't yeah, I don't care how cool you are. Yeah. Especially ones that have like nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. Andy bringing up another one shot uh for Batman. Uh, which is the I guess he's talking about this one, the one the bad, one bad day. day. Yeah, I'm they're okay making his way through all the rogues gallery. Yeah, you know? uh, this one is John Ridley writing, uh, who has a great week this week actually. Who's writing the Penguin? Uh, I'm anxious to see that. I love John Ridley. I follow everything he does. Uh, Giuseppe Comicoli, amazing. So yeah, dude, I'm definitely reading this. The Riddler one was okay for what it was. Uh, the Two Face one was a little bit worse. Riddler one. But yeah, I'm all over this. I'm all over this book. I'm gonna check that out. Uh, Black Adam number five continues that run. Uh, Catwoman forty eight. Uh, we do get a Tula Lote cover for this one. Much sought after. Very nice. Oh, it's easy to see why. Yeah, just beautiful, beautiful cover there. Um, Dark Crisis, Young Justice. The only Dark Crisis book that I just have not touched. Not even thought about picking it up so uh dc vampires or versus vampires all at war continues uh war of the undead gods i think is worth uh touching on especially this homage cover this old throwback looking cover it's just really rad. I don't know what it is about this. I love the man that is a 90s ass looking cover yeah that is the x-men cover it does feel like that dude yeah yeah they, they do have a Superman doing the Cyclops blast there. Oh, okay, yeah, this is an, a cover to X Men. Okay, it's even got the font. Yeah, yeah, I love that cover. Uh, Tom Taylor doing what he's uh, what he does best, 
stuff in DC that is outside the DC universe. You know, uh, Injustice is probably the most famous one. Deceased is really good. But then his whole Game of Thrones, what the hell is that called? Uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Yeah, Yeah, Dark Knights of Steel. Steel. It's so rad, man. So uh, I hope he gets another one of these announced early next year. You know, not deceased, but something like this that's outside of the normal, you know, continuity. I mean, yeah, Tom Taylor is, they give him the shittiest ideas and he spins them into gold. Oh, man. Uh, He's a veritable comic book Rumpelstiltskin. He really is. Uh, Duo number six, been a fantastic book, sort of. Been a really good book for the for the um, milestone universe. Yeah, dude, it's been really, really nice. Really good. Yeah. Just, that's the best way to put it, Dave. Just a nice addition to everything else that they've already got going on. That was already established in the nineties. It's cool that they can still establish new things in the same way that milestone just establishes stuff, you know, new characters and new ideas. So yeah, really, really good book. Uh, Fables continues. Uh, Flash 787. I know uh, Taylor's going to be all over this one of his favorite books. Love me my Flash book. It looks like this is out of Dark Crisis. Yeah, looks like it. And we're going to have a wrestling theme here. Uh, I'm cool with that. It looks like he's asking me for the tag in. I love that. I love that. Well, yeah, Gomer, get in there. Take on that weird purple guy. I'm going to get my ass kicked. Swanton bomb off the. Dude, the Flash needs your. This is the one time your hair will come to life and help you. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Flash. Then Flashpoint Beyond finally wrapping up. Uh, we have not heard the end of this story. Uh, it's going to keep on going. Yeah, Flash has been okay, but it's been consistently okay. And that's hard to do for a book uh, that's like The Flash, Andy. Andy commenting about The Flash. So I mean, yeah, uh, it's not right. It's but... definitely not one of their top tier books. No, but it... not at all. It's sweet and heartfelt, and I love the family dynamic. It's yeah, it's a consistently good book month after month. It's everything it feels like Flash needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my pick over at DC this week is GCPD Blue Wall. Yep, again, John Ridley having a hell of a week. I am actually uh, going to pick this up. Yeah, dude, I'm all over this. Uh, this is like it's like a Gotham Central from back in the day. Kinda, kinda. yeah. It's it's Renee Montoya back in the day dealing with a crisis. Uh, yeah, I'm all over this dude, especially John Ridley dealing with police and and how that sort of shit works. He's always writes relevant stuff, socially relevant things, and I can't wait to see his take on the Gotham City Police Department. You know, uh, yeah, man, number one on my list from DC this week easily. Uh, it's also got a Frank Avia cover. Very rare thing over at DC Comics to get a Frank Avia cover nowadays. So, and it's beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah, that's great. Oh man. Uh, Moving on, Harley animated. Uh, I am Batman. John Ridley's third book coming out this week. Just saying, he has a very big, nice week this week. Uh, And I've been enjoying I am Batman very much. Um, Nightwing ninety seven, probably the best cover coming out of DC this week. I mean, oh my. Gosh, oh god, that is fantastic! Man, that is so cool, dude. man. Doing what the a... silhouette with the city on them, uh, superimposed—that's what a that's, great. That's idea. genuinely brilliant, and yeah, yeah, even beyond like Nightwing is one of their top tier books for sure. Yeah, and um, I'm definitely. It'll be interesting to see because we're finally able to like start a new story, which the old story has mm-hmm. been going for a while, and it's been a lot of fun. But um, we got an interesting new uh, plot line to follow, especially yeah. looks like this is going to be like a Babs and Dick issue, you know? 
Yeah, I'm hoping so. But yeah, with the whole uh, blockbuster getting his heart taken out by uh, Heartbreaker or whatever the fuck that dude's name is. I forget his name, but I'm sure we'll be reminded of you it. You always forget his name too. It's Heartbreaker, yeah. Heart Stealer, Heart Throb, something like that. Something like Heartless. That. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, Andy chiming in. Yep, amazing cover. Uh, Nathan, thanks for stopping by. Uh, yeah, R.I.B. G4 TV. Dude, don't get me started. I'm old as fuck. I remember when G4 G4 TV was still Tech TV with Leo Laporte and the fucking screensaver. Oh yeah, fixed my oh, computer. Okay, so Man, yeah. they announced the G4 <laughs> thing, but then like oh. I didn't kind of notice when it started, and now it's already gone. That's oh kind of yeah, a lot of people Adam were like, Sessler? "Yeah, I had no fucking idea it was even back." What do you mean, R.I.P.? Yeah, Adam well, that's why. Twitter. Yeah, Adam Sessler has been on fire. He had yeah. like the best comeback on somebody today. He's like, they. He was like, the guy was like making fun of him, and he said, "Your mom." And the yeah. guy replied back, and he said, "Well, I guess I could buy a politician, and then change the whole whole policy in your city so that it just reflects your mom." And it was just like, "Oh, I'm like paraphrasing, but it was delicious." Yeah. You did I, not do a good job, paraphrasing. I did not. You did not. I can go find. I can get the actual. No, post. it's okay. It's okay. No, we're good. But his whole, uh, his whole today, his whole Twitter has just been fire. People trolling him for his show getting canceled. People are trolling him because he, they, the person that in this particular instance was trolling him because he was like, Adam Sessler is one of the reasons why the G4 reboot failed. Oh, whatever. Lame. <laughs> uh, anyway, refrigerator full of heads. Great for the season. A uh, really good horror coming out of uh, DC comics. Rogues. Number four finishes up this black label book that follows a bunch of flash rogues. In retirement, one we'll go and try to pull heist. off a really yeah one last heist. Uh, it's been good, you know. Joshua Williamson writing the fuck out of this book, man. Seems like it's just been like a labor of love for him. Like he's got this great idea, and DC let him do it, so he's really well, putting his all. I knew reading that first issue was going to hook you because it's uh, shitting all over late stage capitalism. And it all really that. does, man. It really does. It really sucked me in. It, it was speaking to a specific audience. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Titans blood pack and then, uh, a couple of wonder woman trades, honestly, the George Perez wonder woman omnibus, it's a hundred dollars, but wow. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those things where like, if you don't already have it, you should definitely give this at least a second look, you know, 25 issues of awesome dude. Yeah, um, and presented in just the most. I bet it's so beautiful. I, bet I it's mean, got yeah, all I mean, the covers. First and foremost, it's George Perez, but then also like this was where a lot of the iconic imagery of Wonder Woman and Themyscira got solidified. You well, know? Mostly Themyscira. Yeah, yeah. Themyscira was basically defined in this Perez run for always, forever, and always. Yeah, good call, good call, man. Uh, all right, there's your DC books this week. Moving on to the House of Ideas. Uh, Alien number two. I wasn't really thrilled with the first one. Alien is just kind of done for me. You know, well, Marvel uh, Comics Alien is kind of man. What else can you do? Dude, well, well, this, this right the here, vast this... majority of Alien as a like franchise across all media, the vast majority of it is disposable, forgettable, or outright bad. Yeah, yeah but there, but there yeah. has been some pretty good ones that did oh yeah i mean it got to be a big thing for a reason because you know alien and aliens but everything since then except for like a video game or a comic run here or there 
the overwhelming majority of it is nothing special. It's garbage. But, yeah. But this is uh, but what this what this particular storyline is is that they they basically assembled a synthetics suicide squad to retrieve some kind of technology that would help humans terraform planets in the place it's oh. located is infested with aliens. Oh, so they're trying to run and gun, run in, run out, capture the tag. Or yeah, because the, 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 the theory in the in the story is, is that the aliens don't pay much heed to synthetics. Oh, and okay. So, so okay. basically, so these uh, the synthetics have been, they're, are they, they Wayland Yutani synthetics? Yeah, they they are they are synthetics that have basically stopped interacting with human society, and the military found them and said that if you do this, we will give all synthetics in under the jurisdiction of the the United Governments uh, full citizenship. So like, there's some pretty high stakes stuff going on in this. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't. Yeah, I only read the first issue. I didn't care for it. That was that was all in the first issue. I didn't care for it. I must have missed that. Maybe I just thumbed through it. A great Gary Frank cover here, though, by the way. Oh, yeah. Saying. Uh, moving on, Avengers 61. Getting to the end of Jason Aaron's run here, but holy shit, this cover looks so fucking dope. Man, that is a very Jason Aaron cover. It is, man. Just so much shit. It's a fucking star brand crocodile or whatever the hell that is. It looked like a dinosaur. Like, yeah, but something like that. But, yeah, very cool. Um... I'm, I, I, the only thing I can say about this, I am anxious to see Aaron's run end. I just am. It well, has not been my favorite run of Avengers. You know, very a, low. I've been enjoying it quite Godzilla? a lot. Um, I really like the whole, like, let's throw the toys in the toy box and just see where they land type of approach he's been having. And yeah, I am anxious to see this big epic finale we're supposed to be building into. Yeah. Uh, nice Ramos Miracle Man cover. If you're into the Miracle Man covers, I mean, it is a Humberto Ramos, which Humberto Ramos is rad, and that's a good looking so cover. Amazing. I don't but give why? a shit about Miracle Man. Me neither, dude. We're going to talk about Miracle Man more in a minute. Uh, Symbol of Truth, number six, probably the second best Captain America book right now, which sucks well, there's only two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would say the too. art in here is always stellar. Oh my god! I'm hoping we can Igar get away murdering it. Look yeah. at that! Look at that design choice he made with just showing this part of the head. Yeah, just genius fucking shit, man. The only thing I would say about this book is I want it to trust its own storytelling enough to not yep. be relying on cameos so much. Yeah, one hundred percent. I like in the story so far, but like we've had like this is what the sixth issue. We've had two issues with Deadpool, an issue with Doctor Doom, well, an issue in like a page, yeah. and. Like two all issues with Black Wakanda. Panther, you know, all kinds of Wakanda shit, and the Wakanda shit actually fits in with the story, but it it doesn't feel like it's part of the story. It feels like it's that Deadpool and Doctor Doom shit where they're injecting it in there to try to be, I don't know, more relevant, more mainstream to the comic reader. If you don't need it, Sam yeah. is fucking relevant. Just play, give me a Sam story and be fucking hey, shut up with all that. Yeah, we nonsense. don't we. I wish they had waited to get an arc under their belt before they started throwing in the cameos. Yeah, you know? for sure. Uh, a real fun land shark. You know, Jeff the land shark cover for some reason. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Jeff's so fun. Yeah, Jeff's, Jeff's fun. Jeff's I, fun. I like this better than the Miracle Man covers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Carnage number seven. We don't talk about this book because we're not really symbiote guys. But this is a Ram V Carnage horror book. 
and it really feels like we should be reading this and talking about this more. Well, I, I mean, two out of the three. Check this out. Yeah, two out of three of the ingredients there are really good. Ram B and horror. That's like right in its wheelhouse. But I hate. Yeah, carnage. I just I don't give a fuck about Carnage. Yeah, dude, I barely give a fuck about Venom, and Carnage feels like Venom Junior. You know, like why do I care? Maybe it's one of those things where, like, it's kind of like the Rick and Morty effect for me, where like the fans yeah. ruin it for me more than anything else. Like people yeah. who are like really into Carnage, not it's the like type of people it. I want to hang out with. Yeah. yeah. Not nah, for sure. Uh, nice Mongo cover there. And again, a Miracle Man cover. Carnage does not need a fucking Miracle Man cover, Marvel Comics. This is dumb as hell. This is the dumbest thing ever. This is so dumb. <laughs> That's so stupid. It, it just is. Why? You don't know. Anyway. It's it's like them doing like the Predator and Alien covers for those were okay. Wolverine taking on a Predator that was dope as hell. I mean that sounds cool, and at least I understand yeah. there it's them pimping out that like you know we own these rights now. Yeah, which I guess yeah. they're pimping out that they own these rights now. So I guess it's really the exact I same guess. thing. But I guess I don't know. Miracle Man is somebody that only like really hardcore comic historians. I think even like care about in the first place yeah dude you got to be a really big comic nerd to give a fuck about miracle man the publication <laughs> history is way more fascinating than yeah. the actual character it is uh andy chiming in carnage is okay but it's more on the slasher horror and the story is secondary yeah dude yeah it's all about the gore and stuff i don't want that uh crypt of shadows number one uh this is kind of an anthology with the various you know writer various artists here um but it's their Halloween, you know, the big. Yeah, it's big, all the always it's does. the spooky characters doing the spooky stories and, yeah, uh, and Wolverine, Wolverine for some reason. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. All the spooky characters. I mean, and Wolverine. You can throw either of the Wolverines into like a horror story and they want to be out yeah. of place, but they're not like, you know, Moon Knight or Elsa Bloodstone there. Yeah. If, the, if you have some horror shit going on, you want a Wolverine hanging out with you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't of course. say that. Yeah. So I'm definitely picking that up. I love those sorts of things, uh, especially for Marvel. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it because he just gets such a bad rap now, but this is a dope Morbius cover, dude. This is uh, Ryan. That's Stanley pretty cool. Doing a Morbius cover. Now I know Morbius I gets would... a bad rap because of the movie. Morbius is a cool character. He is. I, w I would. I mean, Morbius is like <laughs> Morbius is one of those like late stage Spider-Man villains who's like kind of trying too hard with yeah. the concept like oh he's all angsty he's a vampire but not really you know well he came up in that animated series too i think that's really where a yeah. lot of people know him from well that being know, said so. my hot take of the year is that the morbius movie wasn't that i enjoyed bad. it uh, it wasn't good it. but like it was at least as good as venom the only Venom I have seen is at the end of that fucking Spider-Man movie. I have not seen either of the Venom movies yet. You can skip them. Honestly, Morbius is better I, than I, I most I want to see them just so if I know it's true, but, you know, about how shitty they are. Yeah, but, it's um, on Netflix. I enjoyed Morbius. Matt Smith is in that, right? Matt yes. Smith. He was dope in that movie. Best part of that movie for Matt sure. Smith is easily the best part of that fucking movie, man. He was great in. What that. a year Matt Smith is having, you know? Dude, yeah. for sure. Now he's Good in. That, he's, he's in Game of Thrones, right? He's yeah. in the House of Dragons. Yeah, dude, yeah. he's killing it. He is. And he seems like a genuinely nice guy too. So exactly, yeah. And it, but it's great because in Morbius he comes off as the biggest douchebag ever. Yeah, I love it. I love it. 
All right, so All this right. is now a Morbius podcast. Morbius, the Morbid. It's Morbid, it's Morbid time, time, the podcast. No, no, uh, for real. Let's do something else. <laughs> Dark Ages gets collected. The only reason we talk about this is because this is Juan most Song likely for Tom Taylor. Yeah, the last book Tom Taylor will ever do at Marvel Comics. Um, he might come back. One. You never know. To go out on. Oh, it was so much fun. I had such a good time with this. Um, Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man. You have to help me here, Taylor. This is kind of like the third part of a trilogy of Spider-Man books that started with what were the name of those fucking books? Remember? I I'm having I'm drawing a blank here. Savage was Savage in there. I think Savage, there was Savage Spider-Man, but I don't think this has anything to do with that. It's not the same oh. creative team. Oh, um, I think it, I thought it was kind of uh, That was related. Joe Kelly was the one writing yes. those. So this is yeah. Taboo and B Earl. And B Earl from the uh from some band. Um, what's the name of the band? Oh, uh, right. Those are the guys Black from Black Eyed, Eyed Peas. Peas, right? The Black Eyed Peas. But Juan Ferreira is really the reason to buy this because the art looks like an MC Escher fucking fever dream. This split in these pages just doesn't do it any justice at all. It's so gorgeous. Look at the depth to the city he's got under there. But then this final you know, couple of pages, he just gets into this MC Escher looking what the fuck is, is this a Spider-Man book? This might be worth picking up as an art book, but oh, I'm getting it. I'm getting. I mean, it it's, it's, it's Halloween, you know. Yeah, oh, exactly, dude. It feels like it's that sort of of thing. Uh, Andy chiming in on Venom. The only problem with the Venom movies is in the second one, they make Woody Harrelson look intimidating. Impossible. Yeah, you can't make Woody look intimidating, man. You can't make him look intimidating. He's got to look cute. Even when he's intimidating, if he's not hunting for Twinkies, it just doesn't work. Uh, but it's a couple the only of great... time he was kind of intimidating. Nah, dude, he was in something else that he was intimidating. The Natural Born Killers? It? Yeah, Natural Born Killers. I can't believe that that didn't just immediately pop in my brain. But yeah, but even in that, it's like, man. Oh, well, and of course, he's uh, downright terrifying and white men can't jump. I was about to say, man. I was about to say. No, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Natural Born Killers. Uh, we get a great cover here for this deadly neighborhood Spider-Man. I guess this is supposed to be like the demon bear behind him. Uh, it looks like it. Yeah. It's weird, but man, I love the demon bear. Is as he like character. hanging from his nose or? Yeah. It's like a booger. Yeah. That does look <laughs> like he's on like a big old snot strand from the uh, demon <laughs> it's bear. It's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, great okay. art, but weird, like very weird web dude. placement there. <laughs> yeah. Very weird. Uh, all right, Defenders Beyond. I mentioned this because uh, Al Ewing, Javier Rodriguez. I know Taylor's uh, buying this up. Man, look at it. Blue Marvel going to save JFK. What the hell? Ah, oh, man. This book. I mean, this is a great book for the art alone, and I really do enjoy all the yeah. like meta commentary shit that Al Ewing's throwing into everything. Nice. Uh, not much else for Marvel. Uh, Iron Man 24, uh, Midnight Suns number two. First issue I didn't care for. It felt like more, too much, too all ages for me. You know, I wanted a little bit uh, better Midnight Suns in terms of the violence and the in the play there, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Miracle Man Silver Age, Neil Gaiman, Mark Buckingham. Wow, you think with a team like that, this would be on everyone's list. I cannot pass on this hard enough. I don't give a fuck about Miracle Man. I just don't. Are these I just, just like don't. the reprints? 
uh, it doesn't feel that way. Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham. I think Neil Gaiman storyline. Neil Gaiman made a story back in the day called The Golden Age, I think. And so this one's The Silver Age is like a sequel to that. Yeah, this says remastered with stunning new artwork by Mark Buckingham. Okay, okay. Including original material presented in 85. I can't pass on that shit hard enough. Bunch of covers. Jimenez, Noto, Sprouse, you know, all the big names. Uh, moving on, Moon Knight number 16, Predator number 3. Predator's actually been okay. Yeah, been Predator's been pretty arc. good. Yeah, I've been enjoying this arc. A uh, bunch of uh, Conan stuff as Marvel loses the license for that. And then Gene Lu and Yang's Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings number 4. Marcus Toe doing the art here. Uh, so we're uh, great. we're three issues out from them giving this yet another name, but yeah, I mean this has consistently yeah. been a lot of fun. The uh, Gene Lu and Yang Shang Chi runs, I guess I can say now. Yeah, it feels like it all. Should <laughs> it's be so weird. Run, it's it is. It really weird. is. But like they keep renaming the book every time it finishes an arc or two. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> it either. It's the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. I mean, they did that I mean, with Squirrel Girl. No, David, not they did much. that once with Squirrel Girl. They but, had yeah, they one read number one. Yeah, but not they've to the done extent. this like five times. It's this at least four. It is that, at least four times. That is not an apt comparison because you're talking about them doing it once to them doing it like, yeah, like half a dozen times over the course of the last four years. It's weird, dude. It's weird, dude. But Gene Luna Yang's killing it. Uh, Darth Vader twenty eight. Um, I don't know. That's really it, Darth Vader. Uh, and then Thor twenty eight, which is. Donny Cates back, Salvador LaRocca, and it's Thor I honestly forget Venom. this comes out. I do too. Uh Thor really needs a creative team change. We need some new new wind in Man, that sale. I gave uh Donny Cates' run like an arc and a half, and I know that it was never fair, you know, coming after Jason Aaron's run, but yeah, yeah, just twenty eight issues. It's time to be done, Donnie. All right, just back off. Let's just let's just be done with it, you know. Give it to somebody else. I mean, he's got to uh, finish up the whole, like, he fights Thanos shit that he's got set up. But. Eh, I don't even care about that anymore. Then we can just finish it. If people care, <laughs> they'll they'll bitch about it in a decade, and, and then he'll come back. Uh, X-Force number 33. Very odd coming right. X-Force 32 just dropped last week. Right? Yeah, that is a quick turnaround. It is a very quick turnaround. I'm not sure why. Um, I love this shit, though. I love... Craven riding a dinosaur fighting beast. I just, I can't wait to read this. It looks like a shit ton of fun. Ben Percy has a lot of fun on all of his books. Uh, I'm still not sure why this is a Judgment Day tie-in. It doesn't feel like it has anything to do with Judgment Day. I mean, yeah, that really doesn't look like it has anything to do with it. There's no progenitor. There's no Eternals. Mm. Uh, And then, uh, arguably the best of the X-Men titles, X-Men number 16, finishing up with I think this is finishing up Forge, making sure that the vault, you know, isn't a problem. And this last issue, they set up him dealing with the vault. And then by the end of that issue, it was him trying to get, um, oh man, what the hell's his name? Um, Darwin. Darwin. Darwin out of the vault, who's been stuck there. And they sort of had this little hint where Darwin was in the distance saying, oh, is that Forge? But we have to understand, Darwin has been in this place for millennia, thousands of years, yeah. dude. Yeah, thousands of years. I mean, Saint was in long. there for like 500 years or something, right? And yeah, now, dude, yeah. This has been so much longer since that. 
Yeah, so I'm really anxious to see where all that goes. Mr. The star of the X-Books right now, and all the X-Books, um, it makes you know his cameo. And, man, Joshua Gassaro killing it with the look on fucking Forge's face right there. Man, I love that. Get this guy a G.I. Joe book. Look at that chin. That is a square, square. That is bazooka right there. That is fucking bazooka, dude. That is straight up bazooka. Yeah, get get Kassara on a damn GI Joe book. Uh, all right, so that's it from the House of Ideas. Great week from X or from uh, Marvel this week. Surprisingly, it's going to be they a got of a my bunch. Week. Of sh- they have got a bunch of cool shit coming out this week. But uh, moving on to Dynamite, uh, Immortal Red Sonia Seven. Mad Balls versus Garbage Pail Kids number four. Man, throw away garbage. <laughs> I don't even like, remember Mad Balls. I remember Garbage Pail Kids. I do not Mad remember. Mad Balls, Balls were just rubber balls that had ugly ass faces on yeah, them. Yeah, like they, okay, well, they, the, the the they, like, they had like one animated uh, special or something. They did like have that. an animated special. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, well, good lame. for them, I guess. It was yeah. lame. This this is like, you know, this is like the, 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 the gross. 80s properties fighting each other. Yeah, when gross was cool. Slime yeah. and snot and yeah, garbage pail kids. We were dumb. All right, moving on to everything else. Uh, I do want to bring up Abolition of Man. It's real. I think it's the only small press book I want to bring up. Uh, Carson Grubaugh actually fed an AI image generator one line at a time philosophical essays by C.S. Lewis. And this is the what came out. <laughs> so we were talking at the beginning of this show yeah. about AI taking over. This is an example of that AI taking over. Well, uh, you 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 already beat well, me to the first book I was going to mention. I know you were going to mention this. It I remains by the, to be seen geez. whether or not this is actually a. Good I don't. Idea. I don't know. I don't know if the shop's going to get this. Oh no! I doubt the shop is going to get this. I'm going to try to find it um, unless, on unless the it uh, was digital market. Specifically requested by somebody at the shop. I don't think the shop's getting this. I yeah. mean, this seems like it's a novelty book. It does. Know? It does. But eventually, I mean, isn't that what novelties become? Like mainstays and. Not all I of them. I don't know, man. I mean, the fucking Mad Balls kids. Mad Balls. <laughs> Mad Balls still has a fucking comic. What are you saying? What are you saying? It took 30 years. Not yeah, really. it took 30, 40 years. What are you talking no, about? No, they just lasted long enough where they could, like, recycle the novelty of the previous novelty. Okay, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, all right, Dave, you're up. All right. Uh... Once again, I don't know if the shop's going to get this one, but this one right. sounded pretty cool. Is the Alpha Betas number one? Yeah, this is from like a podcast team. Yeah. Like a gaming podcast sort of thing where they're basically doing Rick and Morty meets the Matrix with video games. Which does sound like nah. a Rick and Morty episode. I'm not. Now. This feels like it's a big ripoff. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, just that I like I said I don't think the shop's gonna get it. You shoot them in the butt, their catchphrase. What the fuck? Yeah, shoot them in the butt is their fucking catchphrase. Shoot them in the butt. I, I, maybe it's, it's like it's like it's like, it's like kick him the in the nards. I just found out these guys existed a second Thank ago, you. and I already Thank hate you. them. Yep. <laughs> kick Thank him you. in the nards. You Wolfman ain't got nards. Yeah. <laughs> All right, keep going. Uh, what else? Um, as a the bard. Yeah, I don't know if I read this first issue. Uh, first, I have to go back and see if I can find it. Find a it's copy. a very it's it's a very coming of age story where the girl yeah. gets powers, but there's evil forces at work to try to take the powers from the girl. Nice. And now she's going on some journey to 
to to get the powers back. So she has like a ghost uh, torso that like comes out of her and it's it armless. Like, yeah, I, don't, I haven't read the first issue. I'm, I need to I don't know. know. I need to find out. It is uh, Pat Shand. I am friends with Pat on Facebook. Uh, so yeah, good job, sir. Uh, Scout Comics. Take a look. Uh, what I got? What do I got pulled up? Okay, as of the Bard. Uh, the next one that was uh, kind of interesting to me is uh, Dead Kingdom. Number Dead one. Kingdom. Uh, just basically, it sounds like a, a medieval kind of uh, ghost story. It's on what Red it Five like. Comics. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. Man, I don't know who the hell this guy is. I, I, dude, the creator of this book. It's some Etienne. crazy name. Etienne. That is, a, that is a workout for the tongue there. Etienne Darapentigny. Darapentigny. That is a. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's Dara Pentigny for the Try last saying name. that three times fast. Yeah, I've had four scotches too. So if I can do it, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers can do it. Um, uh, I will next... read that. I will find that and, and read that. Dude. If I can pick that up at the shop, I will. I will yep. get. I will let you know about that. Uh, the next one is uh, actually from Archie's Archie Comics. Uh, the Fear of the Funhouse, a one shot. Yeah. Uh, where is that called? What's that called? It's called. Fear oh, here it is. Of I found Fun it. House. I found it. This is not the characters, though, is it? I don't think oh, so. Oh, no, I it think... is. There's Jughead. Yeah. Yeah, this is like an all-ages horror sort of read. But the thing is, the thing is, Archie Archie Comics does good horror. They do. When it's yeah, they have found a... Uh, this looks like it's not really horror horror, yeah. but Archie has found new life as like a horror franchise now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See the next. So yeah, I'm all into this. It looks like it it, it. it even says equal parts. Are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps? That re that screams all ages to me. Yeah. Yeah. So more uh, kid horror and not like you know. Yeah. Like you know Hellraiser or something. <laughs> Which they have done. Hellraiser. They have done some. I know. Awesome yeah. They have done a Hellraiser storyline. They have done some awesome horror shit at Um. Uh, the next one is a little bit down. It's the mindset number four from Vault. Cool, not a bad book. It's been, been okay. a good series. Been a good anthology series. Yeah, it's been okay. It's been all right. Uh, and I actually I kind of think that very good writer Zach Kaplan. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot left in the independence. Uh, that yeah. really piques my interest. I mean, there's yeah, a lot pop stars. Of small press. Popstar Assassin 2, number two. Yeah, it's been all right. It's been okay. Um, I don't know about this one book. I The shop may get it. Uh, this uh, Postmasters, number one. Yes. It kind of reads like it kind of reads like that Kevin Costner from the description of it, that Kevin Costner, the postman. Yes. I did want to come look at this one. Uh, Garrett Gunn. Uh, it seems a little too anime for me. Yeah, there, but, there is um, that. Yeah, it's post-pandemic America. Um, so yeah, the only thing functioning is really the mail, but the mailman okay, so, have to have like swords and shit so they can get so the mail. it's it's mailmen with the power of God and anime on their side. Exactly, basically, basically. But I do like I do like the postman for. It's oh, I love that show. I love that movie, dude. Movie. I love the postman, and this I thing is just like is in that is in that wheelhouse. All of Kevin Costner's post-apocalyptic movies get shit on out of turn. But Waterworld is fucking dope. I don't give a Water fuck. Waterworld is great. Waterworld is Postman awesome. Postman is man. great. 
Uh, is there I think another Kevin Costner? I, I, I was about to say, I think those are the only two post-apocalyptic Kevin Costner movies. Just like, it yeah. sounded like you were building up to like a long list when it was just a two-item <laughs> two. long There's list. There's only two. Uh, baseball, sports movies, Kevin Costner, hit or miss. Every time, hit or miss. But uh, yeah, pretty good week, I got to say. At the very, very top of my list, Bone Orchard, Black Feathers, number two. And then GCPD Blue. Uh, over at DC Comics, uh, tied for my 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 most anticipated books for the week, uh, and then it's really just a bunch of you know mainstays. The, the yeah, Marvel, a bunch X-Men of old reliables, you know, X Men, your Nightwing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave, anything out of the ordinary that you're looking forward to? I mean, Hellboy in Love. Are you going to talk about that I, next week? I will pick it up. I do okay. get the Hellboy. I do still get Hellboy books. Shaolin Cowboy is definitely a pickup for me. <laughs> nice, um, nice. The surprise book that I'm probably I'm getting is the GCPD book. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm uh, there was to get, a, man. I can't wait to get my hands on that. There like, was another DC morning. book. There was another DC book that I'm I'm looking. I was thinking about getting. Uh, it's, it's slipped my mind. I have to go back and look at it. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know. Crashing, don't, yeah, crashing. I, I kind of want to see where crashing goes. I don't see any other books here on the Bone DC Orchard. list that you would want. The deceased book, maybe duo, uh, duo, duo. It wraps though. It's a wrap on that series. Uh, shirtless bear fighter number yeah, three. Dude. It's all the mainstays, man. This is a really basic. Sort of week. I mean, there sometimes are, those weeks are good, man. You know. I mean, you'd you be shocked, but there's like six books from Marvel that I want to get. Dude, I am shocked. So I, I mean, shocked. that is that is crazy. I mean, that, yeah. usually it's just like there will be weeks where I don't get Marvel. Any. Period. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, it's a good batch of books this week. Uh, we're gonna talk about those books on the Sunday show. Come back Sunday. We're going to talk about those shows. Uh, I also want you to check out our pals, uh, Leroy and Eli, over at the Comic Book Bullies. They put on a pop culture show. They talk comics, movies, TV, uh, sports even, anything that you know you would expect nerds to talk about. Check them out. They're a whole lot of fun. If you want to find links to all the shit that they've got going on and the stuff we've got going on, go over to outrightgeekery.com. A bunch of links to everything, social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, um, only fans only fans yep parlor now that kanye now that Yee is buying parlor we definitely got to get our parlor set back up um but yeah all the need to dust off the hate speech i guess need to dust off my hate speech twitter um also we want you to check out the outright geekery facebook group andy number one fan of the show over there running things uh and killing it having fun every day asking the fun questions posting the fun content Kicking out the assholes, you name it, <laughs> all kinds of fun social media stuff. Wielding the um, manhammer like a scalpel. Yeah. Oh, you mean this guy? Yeah, definitely stop by. Ooh, he's reviewing Hush on Saturday. Very nice. That's gonna be very fun. Uh, Creed three just announced. Jason Cantu. Man, I used to podcast with this guy back in the day. I love this guy. Oh yeah, so and it's much. gonna have a uh, Jonathan Majors in it. I think Dude. is his like opponent. And that dude looks so hot 
right did, now. Yeah, did you Kang see the promo is super image? Hot right now. Yeah, what I mean, the fuck happened to Kang? They at least like a promotional image for it. Jonathan Majors got jacked for Dude, this role. I'm like, oh my gosh. The Avengers I, are doomed. He got a new strategy to fight Loki in Loki Season 2 because... Loki ain't gonna be able to resist that. Yeah, Loki's trap, gonna be okay? like, you know, getting ready for like, you know, time manipulation shit, but then like he's yeah. just gonna show up and deck him in the fucking face. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but man, I'm so glad you stopped by, Jason. Uh I miss that guy so much. Uh anyway, again, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We really appreciate it. But most of all, thanks to these jokers. That's not even a joker. Thanks to this these guys for hanging out with this guy. Always fun. Did you pick the wrong one? Yeah, oh, I, ha- I have this one too. I have both of them. Oh, whatever. Uh, I have. I think Jason. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We're gonna do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. Man, so, so cool that can't stop by.